Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. So let us get into, into, into the word of the Lord. Hallelujah, Bazolan. So I am going to read from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. We are going to read from verse 1 to verse 8. Amen. Um, yeah, so, so I don't know if I am tall or the pulpit is short or my eyes or the font, but it's one of them. Amen. Though I speak with with the tongues of men and of angels, but have, no, have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to, be, to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things. Number eight, verse number eight. Love never fails. What a guarantee, what what an assurance. Hallelujah. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you this morning, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that we, your people, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name, O oh Father God, may receive it with gladness in our hearts, O oh Father God. Not O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name, that the principles of love that you're teaching us this morning, O oh God, will prevail, O oh God, will be exercised in our hearts, in our lives, O oh God, in our marriages, O oh God, in, our, in schools, O oh God, in the places of work, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Love thinks no evil. So, this trait is dealing with me as I am sharing the word of you. The most difficult thing in life as a child of God is to be able to keep a pure heart. Keeping a pure heart when you've been wronged, it's not easy. Knowing very well that you are right and they are wrong. Keeping that pure, that your heart pure it's very difficult. Hallelujah, Basalwan. When you know very well that I'm right, you know, when you know very well that, you know, I, I was ahead, but the word of the Lord says we must be pure. Keeping a pure heart, seeing your friends succeed and prosper. Keeping your pure heart, seeing your friend looking nice and looking good. Keeping a pure heart, seeing God, blessing your friend. It's even worse when it's your spouse. There is nothing that intimidates us as men sometimes when your spouse makes more money, they are more educated, they are more successful, they are more recognized than us. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. And keeping a pure heart as a, as a husband in that environment, it's not an easy trade. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. But God is teaching us all these principles so that we can learn and exercise them so that the environments where we find ourselves in are filled with love. 
Because remember, a pure heart can never thrive in an environment where there is no love. So love is the greatest of them all. Now abides faith, hope, faith, and, and love. You know, and the greatest of them, of them all being love. Hallelujah, Barcelona. We can never claim to love God if we do not love one another. How do we know that, you know, we love one another? How do we know that we love God? By being true and loving each other. So love is not quick to take offense. So it takes a, a pure heart not to be easily offended. You know, I was, you know, and still, and I'm still working on that, you know, easily offended at some point of my life. And that cost me friendship. That cost me, you know, quite a lot because it's sad when you realize after five years that actually you might have not been correct. Hallelujah, Bazalwan, when the Holy Spirit teaches you. So don't be quick to be offended. If you really want to thrive, you know, and keep a pure heart, you know, don't be offended. An offended heart is a brooding a brooding ground for negative thoughts. So when we are offended, we become negative. So anything that comes our way, we process it from a negative perspective. Hallelujah, Basalwane. So why isn't Omele Zenziwega so? You know, we are already negative. You know, we live in an environment and in the world of social media where everything is so negative. You can say something positively and, you know, and people would not even... You know, have you ever seen an article on social media and read it? Then after, the, after reading the article, you read the comments. Then when you realize when people are commenting and they have not read the article. So we are too quick to be offended. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. So do not harbor negative thoughts about the people that you love. So if you are in a relationship where you claim you love somebody, so do not harbor any negative thoughts because those negative thoughts will cause you to act on them. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Because negative thoughts towards the people you love will cause you to have an impure heart. Will cause you to have an impure heart. Amen. But true love flows from a pure heart. So these things, they don't just happen in our lives because we are bad people. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Or we are intentional about being impure in our hearts. It's little things that we allow that, you know, creep in without us being intentional about dealing with them that causes us to find ourselves, you know, uh, two years down the line, you know, our hearts, you know, are bitter. Our hearts are impure. There's no love flowing for it, from, from, from it. Hallelujah. So we must learn to cast out the negative thoughts the Bible commands us, you know, and especially about the people that you love. You can never have negative thoughts about your spouse, even if you believe that they've done you wrong. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Don't wait the whole day, you know, pondering and thinking, you know, and negatively, you know, saying this is what they did. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. It might be true that they, whatever that they did is wrong. But, you know, when they are, you know, when you are negative and you, you are busy meditating on those negative thoughts, hallelujah, Bazalwan, love, you know, uh, uh, disappears, hallelujah, then evil begins to occupy that space. So, so blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Have good thoughts towards your spouse. Celebrate the success of others, you know. When we fail to celebrate the success of others, there is evil in our hearts. You know, be, be joyful for somebody else's breakthrough. It's their turn. Hallelujah. Be, be grateful. Be, be, be grateful, you know, to celebrate other people's success. Amen. And especially people that you don't like. It's easy to celebrate the success of people that you love, that you like, that are close to you. Amen. Even the people that you don't like do not harbor any evil thoughts because Unkulunkulu does not need anybody's permission to do anything significant in anybody's life. God will not come and consult you because when I woke up grand with that person, no matter how much they, they might, no matter, it doesn't matter, no matter how much evil that they are doing, 
when God begins to work in their lives, he does not need us. He does not consult us. So that is why our heart has to be pure towards a particular person. That is why in the church before, it was difficult for somebody who was a gangster to come and be saved, you know, and be received in the church environment and be welcome with love because people did not believe Uguti, somebody like that, you know, God can do something significant with their life, with their lives and change them. So negative thoughts, Bazalone, are a biggest hindrance for us as believers. They will cause love not to thrive in our friendship. Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. A very popular scripture that we know. He says, eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. It's very sad, Bazalwane, to be with people and to spend time with people whose hearts are not with you. So your heart has to be here at Builders Church in order for you to be a true and a genuine member as a Builders Church. So your heart has to be in your marriage. Amen, Bazalwane. So your heart has to be in the work environment where you work. And if your heart is not there, that is why people come in at 9, people come in at 11, because in Kizio, I say, Hallelujah, Barcelona. And as the man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we become our thoughts. You know what I mean? Whatever that you believe, um, you know, um, whatever your thoughts towards your loved one, you know, we, we, we become that. Amen. Are you here this morning? And number 10, forgiveness. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. The TPT translation says, love finds no delight in what is wrong. Many of us are happy when our friends, spouses, colleagues do something wrong because it gives us the right to punish them. Or it gives us the pleasure of seeing them getting punished for it. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. So love does not rejoice when something wrong happens to the people that we claim to love. So you can never love a person and when something negative happens to them, you are happy. When their car is being repossessed, have you ever been called by those people who repossess cars, Bazalwan, from, you know, from the bank? They will shout at you that you are behind your installments as if born by Sometimes, you know what I mean? There's a person who called me as well. I'm telling her, hey, man, give me a break. Now and she, it belongs to the bank. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. It's as if they are rejoicing that way. Now, Sawazo Kokeli Mod. Amen, Bazalwan. So they find joy in your downfall. But that's not the kind of love that God wants us to demonstrate because that's pure evil. So we do not rejoice. You know, when our spouses, our friends, they do something wrong, even though we told them that, you know, we advise them against. So when it happens, it becomes our responsibility. So together we tackle whatever problem, even though it came with one of us because there's oneness in our love in our marriage. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. And as I said to you, I am going to be honest with you that after working with God many years and after being born again, there are things that God works in us daily, including these characteristics of love. So us being willing to be open and to allow God to do something about these things in our hearts, Bazalwan. Hallelujah. God is helping us. Unkulunkulu. Yes, Caesar, because there's so much unforgiveness in the house of the Lord. You know, we know people who did not speak for each other, you know, in the same church. And we keep quiet about it, and we don't want to interfere on it. We want to be Christian about it. You know, people used to be friends, and they're longer friends. They, come to the they go to the same church. They listen to the same sermons about forgiveness. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. They harbor unforgiveness in their hearts. Because why would you harbor unforgiveness? Hallelujah, Bazalwan. 
So umuntu they don't they show uguti abasinandabu. So whether you are alive or not, it doesn't matter. Gubo, hallelujah, Basalani. But we must learn to forgive because Christ forgave us. Hallelujah, Basalani. Jesus died for everyone. Amen. Whether you believe in him or you don't believe in him, he died for you. So forgiveness, Basalani, hallelujah. You know, it's a painful thing to have an unforgiving heart. It takes strength. It takes a full-time job for you not to speak to people, to be unforgiving. When you see them in the mall, it means your countenance has to change. When you see them, hallelujah, it's work, hallelujah. If you were getting paid, you'd be a millionaire. It's the most hardest thing to be. It causes your heart to be heavy. Forgive and move on, especially if somebody has asked for forgiveness from God. And sometimes we are angry people because of what somebody else said. Amen. Because now we are busy. But you don't understand. Hallelujah. And God is like forgiveness. So forgive. It's hard work. It's, it's awkward to be unforgiving. You know, Mruti always tell a story of when he became born again. He went to a guy whom he had offended to apologize. But instead of him receiving the forgiveness, he wanted to prove this point to rejoice. Yeah. So he saw himself higher and better because now this other one is coming to apologize. But actually in the eyes of God, the rules are reversed because the one who's asking for forgiveness carries more power because now his heart is pure. Amen, Basalwan. So being happy when something wrong happens to the person who has wronged you is a sign of unforgiveness. You are an unforgiving believer. Being happy that young If pregnant, if if it's a sign of unforgiveness. And we play God. If God is able to forgive us, if God is able to forgive us, hallelujah, Bazolan. Proverbs 24, verse 17. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls. Do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy. But the Bible says, do not rejoice. When the person you claim to love instantly becomes your enemy because of how they've wronged you, you can be tempted to wait for their downfall. Bazalone, have you ever had somebody who hurt you, who broke you in such a way that you don't know how am I going to come back from this? Have you experienced extreme betrayal from somebody who went from being your friend to being your enemy? Somebody who knows all your secrets? Umuntu opete ifaileako. Knowing very well, Oguti, the information about Pete can cause serious damage. The word of the Lord says we must be forgiving. Especially when your enemy falls. It's not an easy thing. You see, the word of the Lord, it's easy when we read it. 
it's because sometimes when we read the word of God, we, we think that the events happened, you know, um, sort of like one after the other. That there was no gap in between this chapter, this verse. It didn't take years or time. Amen. We think, you know, like it went from Genesis, you know, to Exodus, just like that. You know, we, we don't read it from, you know, understanding the gap, the years in between and the time that it took. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. So when your enemy falls, do not rejoice. Amen. This is tough. Not celebrating when something good happens to your enemy is also a sign of unforgiveness. Are you here this morning, Delmas? You are looking at me, you are like, hey. If you don't know me, you see me for the first time. Hello. I am one of the members of this church. I'm the tallest one. So let me share your story, Wazalan. So about three years ago, I met a friend of mine, really struggling in work, very frustrated, not only that at home in marriage, you know, and we were helping, you know, being builders church members about it, understanding the mandate, hallelujah, Bazalwan, helping, you know, in a godly way, and not only with our time, but with our finances, everything, you know, and I saw a gap in business in the market, and I saw an opportunity to say, amen, resign from work, let's start this thing together. I registered, did everything, logo, everything, funded everything, worked from my office until they moved out of their office to run, to cut a long story short. Then years later, the business became successful. As the, as the business became successful, then the true nature of a person, then to cut a long story short, I was eventually kicked out of the business. Registered under my address, registered everything because now opportunities were coming. So being for being friends, you know, not being so friends. I don't want to use the word enemy, but that's what the word of God uses. Amen. And because of such betrayal, it's very hard to come back from such betrayal, Bazalwan. Because you ask yourself, Uguti, like what, what, what did I do wrong? And you, 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 inv you invested and you've not even taken a single cent. And all of a sudden, because now there's five or 10 clients, you know, people change. The Bible says I must forgive. And I must pray for their success. And I must celebrate their success. Because it's not about them, it's about me and God. And God is looking at my heart. Hallelujah, Bazalane. Because God has a way of dealing with that situation. Him being God, being the righteous judge. Hallelujah, Bazalane. But how do I respond to that situation? God is looking at me. And if I respond in a mature way, according to his word, God says to you, that's nothing. Because while I was complaining and, you know, angry, you know, why, you know, trying to fight back or should I fight back, should I not fight back? You know, I came across listening to the news and the CEO of one of the big IT companies who started it, you know, JSC listed, was being kicked out and the founder. I was like, okay, this guy is going to lose billions. I mean, I'm worried about... And as I was driving, I moved on. I sent an email, resignation, guys, all the best. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. And after two years of not speaking, because I decided to, you know, 
to say, I forgive, but I reflex, I move out, I am moving on. You know, I got a, a WhatsApp the other day from, from them saying they miss our friendship. I was like, God. <laughs> now, how do I respond? I haven't responded, so pray for me. <laughs> to respond in a Christian way. In a way that God wants me to respond. Because sometimes it's not about us. You know, sometimes God is trying to teach somebody a lesson. You know, and, and when that somebody wakes up and they ask for forgiveness from God, you can't stand in what God is now doing in their lives. As painful as it is, as harsh as it is, not celebrating when something good happens to your enemy is a sign, is also a sign of unforgiveness. Learn to forgive the people you love so that when they have wronged you and something good happens to them, you can celebrate them. Matthew 5, verse 44. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. It's not easy. I'm like, God, how? But God says we must do it. And I was saying in Benoni this morning, the only way for us to succeed in these traits of love, Bazalwane, is for us to have a true and a genuine relationship with God. Without that relationship, it's going to be difficult to forgive. It's going to be difficult to have peace. It's going to be difficult not to be envious. Hallelujah, Bazalwane. Not to, not to, to hate on people. It's going to be very difficult, but only through a genuine relationship with God will these characteristics flow easily in our hearts because we'll be responding from the place of God and the place of love. Amen. Number 11, honesty. Love rejoices in the truth. The TPT says love joyfully celebrates honesty. Always be true to the people you love. Do not flatter them, but tell them the truth with love. Tell them the truth with love. Amen. But speak, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who, has, who is the head, which is Christ. Proverbs 26, 28, it says, A lying tongue hates those it hates, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Amen. So what is flattery? Flattery, it is excessive, insincere praise. When you are praising somebody excessively, without being sincere about it. It is called flattery. It's being dishonest. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Psalm chapter number 55, verse 21, it says, His speech is smoother than butter, but there is war in his heart. His words are more soothing than oil, but they are like swords ready to attack. Job 17, verse 5, it says, He who speaks flattery to his friend, to his friends, even the eyes of his children will flay. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. So, love thrives in an honest environment. It's very important for us to be truthful. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. To be truthful, I'm not talking about us being rude, but to be very careful with our words, but be truthful. We must not flatter ourselves and flatter our friends. Hallelujah, because I saw a video of somebody who died 
on social media after drinking a particular whiskey because abangani bakhe bamkhuzela ukuthi wena uyashaya ibhodlela lonke once at a go without stopping the following day hallelujah it was condolences hallelujah bazalwana your friends you know flattering you abantu bakukhohlise bazalwana kakhulu but bangekho honest now insincere excessive bazalwana hallelujah and and they are excessive in their flattery and they are insincere in their praise they are not honest with you amen bazalwana so the word of the lord here encourages us that we must always be truthful for love to thrive you know but in the manner that we do it we must be very careful so that we don't hurt the people that we love but we must find ways hallelujah to say things correctly but we must never flatter them we must not tell them that they are good or excellent at singing like myself if they are not hallelujah bazalwane so 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 thank god for honest friends who tell me all the time that i can't sing i know that i can't sing but i am reminded that i can't sing hallelujah bazalwane amen so they are not flattering me so surround yourself with people who are sincere and especially when you are going to make life changing decision this can be you know to do with the career this might do with you moving changing location this might do with you wanting to get married hallelujah bazalwane have friends who are very 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 you know honest and sincere and truthful because then they are showing you love hallelujah bazalwane because you don't want to find yourself making a permanent decision based on a temporary circumstance because sometimes when we fall in love and we find ourselves in relationships it's very hard for anybody to speak to us so we must never you know and we must be open bazolane to hearing the truth from our friends from our spouses hallelujah bazolane because it's never one way you must see ukuthi this person is genuinely putting an effort to address this particular thing in my life and because of who they are and the kind of relationship that we have it's out of them hallelujah it's out of character for them to try and show me you know so it must be something very serious so we must be very open hallelujah bazolane to receiving counsel and always be truthful hallelujah bazolane amen amen it can be a very difficult assignment in marriage hallelujah bazolane where you have to be truthful so you know ngilingilanga you know um my wife and u pindile try to bake for us <laughs> so they good like you, you excel in other things bazalwane hallelujah so like they are excited it's christmas <laughs> good intentions and you know they like i know we can do it hallelujah <laughs> and and they did a very great job hallelujah bazalwane but you know they forgot the most important <laughs> ingredient okay i'm going to stop here hallelujah because my wife <laughs> is watching amen but pastor tulane mira i tried to be creative but pastor tulane does not hide hallelujah he was like straight because the next thing is how are they So that's a very tricky question in marriage. It can mean happiness for the forever or it can means things change. Amen. So So number 12, acceptance and safety. Love bears all things. Hallelujah Bazalwane. Love is a safe place of shelter. So Are your friends, colleagues, children safe with you? Is your spouse safe with you? Because love thrive in an environment of acceptance and safety. Though it bears all things. Are people safe around you? 
Can they trust you with their hearts? Amen. Can they trust you with their finance? Are you a good steward? Amen. Are we safe around you? Are God's people safe around you? Are God's souls safe around you? Accept people you love for who they are and not for what they have done right. Do not reject them when they are in need or have fallen short. It's very important that we accept people for who they are. And here God is not saying that we must be rigid and stubborn in our ways. Because God is working in all of us. And life has a, a strange way of teaching us. Last year, you know, my view on a particular issue might have been this. But this year, it will be different because God is working in our hearts. And we must not reject people because we do not agree with them. Or we do not love the way that they handle things. Most of the time, Barcelona, our friendships are cut short because we are too quick to reject others. Marriages are cut short because we are too quick to reject the institution and say it doesn't work. Hallelujah, Barcelona. Take time to know your spouse. So when you are married, you must know, Guti, you must be patient with time because your spouse evolves. When you think that you have mastered them, then you realize that actually there's so much that I still need to learn about this person. So take time to know your friends, your colleagues, so that you can handle them according to who they are and not their performance. So that you can handle them with who they are, not their performance. Amen. Proverbs 27.10 Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. You see, Bazalane, we live in an environment, especially you guys are better in Delmas, Tina, in Gauteng. We live in states as God begins to promote us. We do not know our neighbors. And people are not that friendly. Hallelujah, Bazalane. People are not friendly. People only think about themselves. We live in an environment where it's tough to greet your neighbor because they think, you know, you are bothering me. They don't need anything. Hallelujah. From you. But the Bible says here that is better is a neighbor who is nearby than a relative who is far away. So it means cultivating relationship with the people that are close to us and demonstrating what true love is, is very important. So we live in environments, Barcelona, where when you greet somebody, it's like you are bothering them. Especially us, like black people, when God begins to bless us financially, it's like other people who are still behind us, Benzangamabom. Sbonangati yiti yiti. Sbonangati yiti yiti. And the Omunyumuntu again zigar. And we find ourselves not being social and not caring 
Hallelujah. For people. And we find ourselves not demonstrating this love that Ngulungul is talking about. So being friendly to your neighbor, Bazalane, it's a command from the word of the Lord. Because you are safer when something happens, the first person that you must call is your neighbor. And I know sometimes other neighbors can be very tough and difficult. And it's not an easy thing. But whatever situation that you find yourself in, may you pray for God to give you the wisdom to navigate around it. Number 13 is belief. Love believes in all things. For it never stops believing the best for others. There is something about believing in somebody, Bazolani. There is something about believing in somebody. Some of us are here today because somebody believed in us. You have to find somebody and believe in them. And they do not have to be perfect, but you have to believe in their abilities. There are people who, can't, who are very shy, people who are not out there. By us believing in them, hallelujah, Bazalwan, it creates an environment of love and people begin to thrive. So you have to believe in your spouse. Just imagine being married to a spouse who does not believe in you. In you. you want to go back to school, they don't believe that you have the ability to go back to school. You want to start a business, they don't believe in your ability to do that. You want to do this, they have no belief in you. And you ask yourself, why am I married? Why are you married to me if you do not believe in me? Believe in your children. Believe in their ability. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Even though it might seem impossible, it might seem as if it's a waste of time. But believe in them. Believe in somebody. Choose to believe the people that you love and believe in them. Do not always be suspicious of them. So when you believe people, Bazalwane, you don't believe waiting that they might fail or being suspicious or good things might not even work out. Imagine being married and you are suspicious that this thing might fail. It's tough, Bazalwane, to be lukewarm, to have one feet in and one feet out. You have to believe. Amen. As a child of God, you believe that Jesus was born here on earth and he died on the cross and on the third day he was rose. Hallelujah. You never saw it, but you believe. You believe because of the word of God. And the word of God must be very sufficient for you to believe in that. So the reason why people don't believe in God or didn't believe in Jesus, even though he performed and he did miracles, hallelujah, because they saw him as a mere man. That is why they could not believe in him. So believe in the people that you love. First, love, Bazolane. When you love somebody, you will believe in them automatically. So that is why I said to you, our relationship with God is the core foundation for us to experience these 16 characteristics of love. Because without them, it will be difficult to love your enemies. It will be difficult to pray for people that, you know, don't like you. It will be difficult to pray for your spouse when they've wronged you. It will be difficult to forgive, hallelujah, Bazalwane, when people have hurt you. But when you are walking in love and you have a true and a genuine relationship with God, love overflows. Hallelujah. Remember that love is the giving of oneself for the benefit of the other. Amen. This is the reason why we must be careful who we bring closer. Build strong relationship. Build strong relationships with people. Hallelujah. Because it will require us to let our guard down. Therefore, descend and know the people that you love. As you choose to believe in people, as you open, open yourself up to people, as you let your guard down, Barcelona, hallelujah, be descending because not everyone is for you. But I'm not saying that we must not believe in people. We must not let our guard down. But be discerning. Amen. Not everyone. But there are those people that God has placed in your heart where you can let your guard down. Where you can speak your heart with them. Amen. Proverbs 27 verse 17. 
as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Hallelujah. Believe that your friends need you and help them in their time of need. Believe that your friends need you. Believe that your friends need you. Believe that your friends need you. We all need our friends. We all need our friends. And helping has nothing to do with money. Helping has nothing to do with money. Your presence, you being there, you are helping. Hallelujah, Bazolan. Giving advice is helping. Amen. Giving advice, support, it is helping. Because iron sharpens iron. There are things that you might be going through and a word from your friend, a text from your friend can really encourage you and change Isimosako. So we must believe in our friends and we must know that you need them. You need them. Always have that attitude to say of that heart, I need my friends more. Hallelujah, Bazolan. And help them in their time of need. What kind of a friend is not available when your friend needs you the most? When your friends are grieving, be there. And sometimes you can be far away and be there for them. You can be a thousand of kilometers in another country and be them and be with them while they are going through whatever that they are going through. Now, when your friend is trying to be there for you, open up and see that your friend is trying to be there for you. The load is too heavy for you. Help Your friend is here to try and help you carry this load. Hallelujah. Hope. Amen. Love hopes all things. Love never takes failure as a defeat. Do not be too quick to abandon your friend or your relationship. Of course, there are red flags that you must not ignore. But don't be too quick to abandon any relationship that you might believe that it's godly ordained. In the past, when we were young, it was too quick for us to let go of relationships. You realize 10 years later that that relationship, I actually needed it. So sometimes the hand of the enemy is involved in us letting go of godly ordained relationships. Relationships that are going to benefit us. Hallelujah, Basolani. Love hopes for all things. We need to, to be hopeful that things will work out. We need to be hopeful, Basolani, that our relationships will work out. Hopeful that your marriage will work out. It might not seem like it. You have to be hopeful because love hopes in all things. You must be hopeful that one day God is going to give me my breakthrough. Hopeful that one day things will happen for me and my family. One day, Nami, I will get married. One day, Nami, I will buy a car. One day, things will change in my life. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Amen. Proverbs 18.24 A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. We must be friendly in our friendships. In our relationship, we must be friendly. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Hallelujah, Basolani. There is hope for us in Christ. There is hope. Amen. There is hope for me. There is hope for you. There is hope for all of us. Number 15, endurance. Amen. Love endures all things. 
Amen. Love enjoys all things. It never gives up. Your relationship with the people you love will go through difficult seasons. Learn to enjoy. So sometimes you might not see eye to eye. Sometimes you might not agree. But learn to enjoy. Understand that this is a different season that my relationship is going through. Don't be too quick to give up and throw in the, the towel. Hallelujah, because love enjoys all things. You have to enjoy. And I'm not talking about when you're being abused. You know, I'm not talking about all those things, but I'm talking about when, you know, things are happening that you see that, you know what, it's a kind of different season that we are going through. So I am not going to live because of this season. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. You do not move to a different country because it's winter here in South Africa. Amen. Because you know that after winter, you know, spring is coming. And after spring, summer is coming. And after summer, you must prepare for autumn. And after autumn, you must prepare for another winter. And relationships go through different seasons. So understand what season am I going through? What season am I, am I going through? So don't be too quick because of a particular season and make a decision. Amen. 27, 6 Proverbs, it says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Your relationships will sometimes be difficult and will bring you pain. Learn to enjoy. Good relationships will bring you pain. Your spouse, you love them very much and they are good to you and sometimes they will bring you pain. And when that happens, they are not really bad people. Enjoy. Hallelujah, Basalwan. Because the very same people who has brought you pain is the same person who's going to bring you joy. And sometimes there is 90, 99% of joy in our marriages and 1% of pain. And we choose to focus on the 1% of pain. And it overwhelms us. Hallelujah, Basalwan. It overwhelms our hearts. And all of a sudden, you know, your spouse, your friend is a bad person. But all along, Barcelona, if you do an introspection, you'll realize that they've been good to me. They, after, you know, 30 days in a month, only one day where they made one mistake. And that brought me pain. Hallelujah, Barcelona. I'm not talking about mistakes that are very costly, but I'm talking about genuine mistakes for getting something, not doing something. Because those are the things, hallelujah, Barcelona, that sometimes can bring us pain. Because in marriage, Bazolani, you realize when you sit in the counseling session to say, this thing, Marias, it's so embarrassing. If you are true and honest with yourself, you realize, Guti, what I brought my wife for here, for my husband, Ayiko. Hallelujah. Because I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, so learn to enjoy. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. However, know that there are certain wounds that are not a sign of friendship. Walk away from those wounds. Remember that these characteristics are practical when love is reciprocal. So there are wounds. The Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend. There are wounds that a friend must never inflict on their friend. And be careful of those wounds. Hallelujah, Bazolan. Wounds of betrayal. It's very difficult after you've betrayed something with their, with, with, their, with, you, with their trust for them to come back. You know what I mean? They will forgive you. They will love you. But the issue of friendship will be affected. Hallelujah. Amen. Number 16. Consistency. Amen. Consistency. Continue loving your God-ordained spouse, friends, and colleagues, and never stop. Proverbs 17.17 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brethren is born for adversity. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Be consistent in your love for your people, for your friends. Hallelujah, Bazalwane. Our relationship with God, Bazalwane, it will never become successful when we are not consistent. You have to be, number one, a consistent believer. 
in terms of your relationship with God, consistent in your prayer life, consistent in coming to church, consistent in everything, in tithes and in offering, consistent in reading the word of the Lord. Amen, Bazalwan. So there has to be a level of consistency even in marriage. You have to be consistent in being trustworthy. You have to be consistent in loving. You have to be consistent in, faith, in, in, in faithfulness. You have to be consistent in showing grace. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. And the level of friendship as well. It requires consistency. Calling one another. Amen. Visiting one another. Being there for one another. It requires consistency because love thrives in an environment where we are consistent with one another. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Can we all be on our feet this morning? Hallelujah. So these are the 16 characteristics of love, Bazalwane. Amen. And my prayer to you is that we, we go back home and we receive them in the way that God wants us to receive them. Amen. And like I said to you, Bazalwane, and this is what we're discussing in our iConnect, you know, because we try to create an environment of honesty when we meet, you know, to say, honestly, what are you struggling with? You know, so that we can pray together, um, you know, and thank God that we have people who are open and loud, you know, they just shoot from the top to say, I'm still struggling with this, I'm still struggling with that. And the more we discuss, you know, and the more we show one another, you know, what God is trying to do, you know, the better, you know, our walk with God and the people that we love becomes. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Because it's not an easy thing to forgive the people that have hurt you. It's not an easy thing, Bazalwan, sometimes to forgive your spouse. Amen. But the Bible says you have to forgive. And without unforgiveness, you'll never thrive in marriage. Amen. To the people who are trusting God to get married. Hallelujah. Who I am sorry must be on your lips. Hallelujah. Uh, do you forgive me must be on your lips. Hallelujah. I have forgiven you must be on your lips. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. Otherwise, there will never be love in that environment. Amen, Bazalwan. You see, as soon as love ceases, then evil comes in. And when there's no love, Bazalwan, any friendship, any marriage can never you can never, it can never exist. Amen, Bazalwan. And sometimes these things, you know, we go through life experiences. And, you know, it's easy when we read about them in the word of the Lord, as I was saying earlier, as we teach about them. But it's something different when you have to go through, through, through them. Amen, Bazalwan. As I made an example earlier, just imagine starting a business and when it becomes successful, people betray you. People stab you in your in, in your back. Amen. And these are the people, not just these are not just ordinary people. These are people that you consider to be your friends. Hallelujah. You speak heart to heart with their issues. Amen. But exercising these gifts of love, Bazalina, will help us. Even though, as I said, Ella, my friend betrayed me and he did whatever. And I felt so betrayed, and I have every right, you know. What we shared between me and him, we had to heart because we spoke about confidential things, you know, things that have to do with marriage, things that had to do with, with children, you know. And never once I used any of those things that he shared with me in confidence to share with anybody else. Amen, Bazalwan. Because why? The more I come to the house of the Lord, I am being taught how to respond to every situation. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. And that's how these, 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 these traits become applicable in our, in our life. Bazolana. Amen. It's a very difficult thing, Bazolana, when you see your enemy falls and you hold your peace and you do not say anything after they've wronged you. It's not an easy thing. Another example, invited to join a business, EST deal with a bank worth millions, Bazolana, worth millions, worth millions. If I talk millions, 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 millions. And I'm saying this, you know, not, you know, um, to help you with the story to show how big the betrayal was. Millions that we, millions, hey, millions, millions, amen. Millions that are needed in the kingdom of God that the enemy, I believe, still stole and robbed us of. So, so the company was struggling, non-existent, different shareholders shut down we are invited to come on board to try and revive that relationship so that we can save the deal, the ESD deal. We come on board and the bank says no. 
one of the biggest banks. He says, no, no, no. So we start, you know, working the bank, working the systems, going there every day to rekindle the relationships, to reestablish the relationships. Banks, the bank accounts were closed. Started doing work with the bank again. The company started breathing. We, we, um, I went to the bank and convinced them to open a different account for us so that we can trade and pay them the debt that was owed. And they agreed. And the company started making serious money, Bazalwane. Though we, it was not going into our pockets, but it was servicing the debt that was standing in our way so that we can benefit from the ESD deal. And when things begin to be working, then people being people, hallelujah, Bazalwane, allowing themselves to be used by the enemies because of what? Jealousy? Jealousy? Because of what? Of envy? So all these traits that God is talking about, if we do not guard against them, they'll cause us to lose even the deals that we're supposed to save our businesses. So to cut the long story short, um, first thing first, before COVID, we get emails from the lawyers. So to say now they want us out of the business. Okay. But they want us out of the business. Now they are no longer playing. Amen, Bazalwan. But not only that, they are trying to shut us down. Because now they are saying we are directly competing with that business that we revived. So send emails from lawyers and if we have lawyers here, the lawyers are the true definition of capitalism in South Africa. Lawyers, you meet them 4,000, they read your email 8,000, they send you a WhatsApp 50 rand, they give you a phone call it's 300 rands. So lawyers, they do not play, you know. It's, it's even worse when you have to go to court because the court does not sit unless there's 350,000 down. Everybody paid just to hear your case so that they can dismiss it. So we went through that. We went through a lot, you know, Bazalwan. And I was, I was talking to Mfundis about it and it was really troubling us. You know, he said to me, when God begins to deal with those people, you will not believe. And those were the words that he said, you know, and they send me scriptures and send me words of encouragement, me and my wife, you know. And things were very tough because now when, when these guys, they were, not only they were shutting us down, but they wanted us to become delinquent directors so that we do not trade for five years. You know, you can't, be, can't own a company. So trying to shut us down. So, so as that, you know, happened over two years, three years, and a change began to happen in that battle where we saw God shifting and changing things. And what was happening was because they were trying to shut us down and close us, their business began to suffer. And as we speak right now, they've shut down. And when their business was going through trouble and their employees were coming to us, not being paid and they were complaining, people were coming to us, you can be tempted to say, Ah, my God. Amen. You can be tempted, but the word of the Lord says, do not rejoice when your enemy falls. It's the hardest thing to withhold your peace. It's not easy, Basalwan. Because God says, do not rejoice. And then you could see what God is busy. Left, right, and center, you can you see good Yabona, God here. But here's the most difficult thing. God says you must pray for them. So learning to go and pray for the enemies was the hardest thing that I had to exercise. But the Holy Spirit helped me to start praying for their salvation first. Pray for their salvation. Hallelujah. Amen, Bazalwan. So it's not easy. You know, I'm sharing this story with you to illustrate that it's not easy. So don't be too quick to celebrate and don't be too quick to judge. 
allow God to help you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, O God. We thank you for your word, O God. In the name of Jesus Christ, O Father God. Lord, I thank you. Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, we love you, O God. Lord, thank you, O God, in Jesus' mighty name, that you, you keep our hearts pure, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, O Father God. We thank you that you keep, O God, us honest, O God, in Jesus' mighty name, O God. Thank you that we forgive, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, O Father God. Lord, thank you that we enjoy, O God. Thank you, O God, in Jesus' mighty name, O Father God, that we have hope, O God, in Jesus' mighty name, O God. Thank you that we enjoy all things, O God. Thank you, O God, for consistency, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.